Shalom to all! Today we're going to learn Mishnah Shviyas, Parak Dalid, Mishnah Aleph, and Mishnah Beis. And today's Mishnah is being learned Lilu, Nishmas, Maris, Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, Hernish, Shalom, Shadav, and Aliyah, and Beschos, Rachel, Basavar, Gitto, and Dinah, Aliyah, Zabar, and Spire, Rachel, Lishvig, Bench, Vazar, Shalkayama, Bakar of Mamish. Now, in the previous parak, we put a pretty significant focus on talking about Sikol Avonim, clearing a field of stones on Shemitah. We said sometimes it's permitted, sometimes it's not. It really depends if people are going to think that he's preparing his land for planting on Shemitah. Now, in this Mishnah, we expand that halacha, and we just talk about, in general, clearing something from his field on Shemitah. Is that permitted? So Mishnah Aleph tells us, Barishayna, originally, Hayu Aimrim, they used to say, who's the they? The they is Chazal, the Chachamim. Melaket Adam Eitzim Va'avanim Va'asavim, Mitach Shalai. A person can gather wood, stones, or grass, even from his own field, and the reason why he's allowed to do that on Shemitah is the same way he's allowed to gather such things from his friend's field. If he goes into his friend's field and takes some sticks and stones or some grasses, people aren't going to think that he's preparing his friend's land for planting. Even good friends wouldn't do that for each other. So the same way he wouldn't be suspected of preparing his friend's land for planting, he's not suspected of preparing his own land for planting. Now the only way that would be permitted is if he clears away S hagas hagas the large ones the large branches the large stones the big grasses small ones would be ushered to clear away from his own property because then people are going to think that he's clearing it away to get it ready for planting but the large ones he's allowed to clear away from his property but don't forget that's barishayna that's originally so what happened in between the originally and now says the Mishnah, Misha Rabu Ivri Avera, once those that were doing Averas increased, so then they had to change it. Now, what type of Avera were they doing? Well, they would go into their own field and they would pretend that they're gathering only the big stuff. And then they would just gather everything. And since they were allowed to be in their field gathering stuff, it was very difficult to tell the difference between the big stuff and the small stuff, and they were able to get away with it. So we had all these Ivri Avera. How are we supposed to stop that? This one is only allowed to gather in the other person's field, and the other person is only allowed to gather in his field. Now, not only was someone not allowed to gather in their own field, they were only allowed to do it in someone else's field, it also had to be done without any encouragement or appreciation. We're going to explain that in a moment. And for sure, we don't have to say regarding offering him food. The only way Ruvain would be allowed to clear sticks and stones and grass from a field is if he's doing it in his friend Shimon's field. Now, Shimon is not allowed to say thank you or show appreciation for it, because if he does, that might encourage Ruvain to clear away even the small things. And he's most definitely not allowed to offer him food. Shimon's not allowed to tell Ruvain, Hey Ruvain, why don't you come into my field, clear away some sticks and stones and grasses, and I'll give you a nice hot dinner if you do so. That's obviously also usher, because that's going to encourage him to clear away even the small things, and then it looks like he's preparing the land for planting. And moving on to Mishnah Beis. Sadesh and Iskavtza, a field that the thorns were cleared away. Now the shayresh of the word Niskavtza is the letters Kuf Vav Tzadi, which means kites, a thorn. So Sadesh and Iskavtza means a field in which he cleared the thorns away on Shemitah, even though he wasn't allowed to do that on Shemitah, because in some way he's preparing it for planting, he's still allowed to plant in that land on Matzah Shemitah. He didn't really improve the land at all by clearing away the thorns. There's still a lot of work to be done in this field in between now from the thorn clearing until when he's able to actually plant in it. However, Shani Taiva, if he plowed it very well, what does plowing it very well mean? It means that if usually people plow their field once, he plowed it twice. So if this fellow plowed his field very well, Oishani Daira, 
or he made it into a deer, into a pen for his animals. We had this in a previous parak. We said a person is not allowed to bring their animals into their field just to fertilize the field. The animals eat over there, then they leave their droppings, and the droppings fertilize the field. So let's say a person did that. Chazal say he is not allowed to plant there on Matzah Shemitah. That's because he did something on Shemitah which significantly improves this land. Since he significantly improved the land on Shemitah, he's not allowed to plant there on Matzah Shemitah. The mission continues, This field, which he plowed very well, Beishamai says, One is not allowed to eat the fruit that grows over there. Ubeisel says, one is allowed to eat the fruit that grew there. Now, this fruit grew because of something usher that he did. Beisham and Beisel argue how to darshan a certain pasuk. Beisham says, because of that drasha, no eating this fruit that grew beisher. Beisel says, we darshan the pasuk a different way, and therefore you're still allowed to eat this fruit, even though it grew because of something usher that was done. Now, once we're talking about fruit that grew on Shemitah, we're going to talk about fruit that grew beheter. Beisham says, a person is not allowed to eat Shemitah fruit, betaiva means, and show appreciation for it. Basil says, A person could eat with showing appreciation or without showing appreciation, either which way is okay according to Basil. Now what does that mean, to show appreciation, betaiva or shalai betaiva? So obviously a person has to show appreciation to Hashem, and we know that means you have to make a bracha. The appreciation we're talking about over here is showing appreciation to the farmer, to the guy that owns the land, on which this fruit grew. Now, anyone that's in Eretz Yisrael on Shemitah can drive a car, and practically anywhere they drive in the country, they're going to pass by a field that has a very large sign in front of it that says, Kan Shemrim Shemitah. Over here, we keep Shemitah in this field. And that's a huge Kiddush Hashem that there's farmers keeping Shemitah. So imagine this fellow's driving his car, he stops by one of these fields, jumps out, picks some oranges that are growing on the tree, remember, they're hefker, they're ownerless, and then he goes up to the farmer's house, knocks on the door, and says, thank you so much for these delicious oranges. According to Beishamai, that is usser. The reason is because this is completely hefker. And if he says thank you for the oranges, he's showing that these oranges are really the farmers. Well, we know that they're not the farmers. We know they're everyone's. They're hefker. So no showing appreciation to the farmer on Shemitah. According to Basil, there isn't really a problem to do that. Behuda Aimer, Rebihuda says, Chilof HaDvarim, it's really the other way around. Beishamai's Mekol and Basil's Machmir. And Zumi Kuli Beishamai Umechurim Basil. This is one of the things that Beishamai's Mekol on and Basil's Machmir on. Usually, when we have a between Beishamai and Beishelel, Beishamai is the one that's Machmir and Beishelel is the one that's Mekol. This is one of the rare circumstances, according to Rabbi Yehuda at least, that Beishamai is the one that's Mekol and Beishelel is the one that's Machmir. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Gimel and Dalid. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.